Collective, hosted by Madtown and E Street. So here's the deal. We've been in quarantine for what, the past five months? That sounds familiar to everyone, right? Quarantine has given us so much time to sit around and overthink every single thing about our lives. Well, okay, that's true for me, but Mads has been over here popping off in her job, being the face of PR campaigns, getting tighter with her fam, but yeah, sure, we have collectively more time to twiddle our thumbs and think. Though, Mads, I'm pretty sure I'm carrying the weight of free time over here, so you're welcome. Anyways, you might have noticed that the earlier episodes were recorded almost a year ago and we've been sitting on them waiting for the perfect time to get our shit together and actually start this podcast. And before we released any episodes, we engaged some potential viewers by giving them the March Madness that absolutely no one asked for. I actually asked for that, but that was after we debated this question. Is sports really the best competition? Can any other competition replace sports? E, I can see you are already riled up about this. Let's get into it. So it's the middle of March. What we would be expecting to go down is everyone's favorite time of year if you give any cares in the world about college sports um or just competition in general and or gambling or gambling and at this point march madness had just kind of started and it was like the day that they stopped games at halftime and everyone's like jk we're not doing it this year so madeline texted me and was like you know what i'm devastated i went to villanova we won two national championships blah 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 and i don't get to experience that this year so i was like all right mads whatever she was like i really want to do some form of march madness she's like what if we did a music march madness and i was like what is that that sounds amazing so we basically formed a bracket and asked 16 of the people in our lives that we think have the best taste in music, and we are lucky enough to be joined by two of those people today. That's a great intro. We have um, Hannah Lilioya joining us, Thank and Hayden, I don't even know your last name, Hayden. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Hayden Vines, and I live in Dallas, Texas. Thank you so much, and we have Hayden Vines with us, um, and so we wanted to bring them on because they had two very unique experiences throughout our music march madness so we're going to get into that a little bit on this episode and then kind of try and answer that question that we brought up at the beginning but we want to start by getting into what was your guys general experience when we reached out and we're like yeah we're thinking about doing this music march madness thing um to replace this general march madness what was going through your heads well i i guess i'll start uh it was it was probably a pure it was i mean i was it was brutal with all the rona going on because well first of all i was supposed to go up to new york for like the big east tournament and like see everybody and like just That's probably right. put thousands of we dollars were, on games it was gonna be awesome we um, were texting and you were about to come we were talking yeah my family was gonna come um yeah uh, i like canceled my flight with like three hours like or like three hours before or whatever and, like, there was, like, that one or two games that went on. So I, w- I was devastated because, I mean, I, my, like, friend group at Villanova, Madeline Cohen can attest, um, were, like, big uh, big basketball fans. Maybe not for the sport itself, but uh, for other reasons. It was a good idea when it was brought up. Um, I, I, I do have a great taste in music, mm-hmm. no matter what anyone <laughs> says, even though I finished last. Uh, 
and I was very excited and my mindset right when I was asked the question I was like all right what like songs that not many people know and can they win one game just one of my four songs and they win once and it was like all unpopular and like very low seated so what was uh do you remember what the four songs you submitted were yeah, so I submitted a Elton John song, um, but it wasn't like one of his popular ones. I think it was seated like seventh or something, mm-hmm. which is I, which I think was my highest highest seed submitted. And seeding um, seeding worked by just having. Um, oh yeah, like the number one was uh, like the most popular based on Spotify streams, and then sixteen, which I think I had a couple of those were like the lowest um, seeds. Um, <laughs> I, I submitted uh, Blue Lights by Georgia Smith. Uh, talk about range. I mean, her voice is incredible. And then um, I submitted a weekend song with, uh, out of his new album. And it was, like, released the night of when you were supposed to submit. So it had, like, two listens, my, mine included. Because I listened to the album <laughs> once through. You, you were both of the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I listened to it once through, and I sent, like, one of my favorite ones that wasn't, like, Blinding Lights or whatever. Um, and then I submitted uh, my favorite 100 Gex um, song. And I don't know if many people who listen to the podcast know who 100 Gex are, but um, they are invigorating and breathless. Um, so I, I submitted one of their songs. It's quite the um, and it, sad and I, and I, I, and I think <laughs> And I think that was probably the biggest, like, spread of, like, votes, probably. I think I looked back and it was, like, 90 to 10. Um, probably the 10, like, me and, like, Someone who thought it was funny to vote for the Gex, mm-hmm. um, but I think that song yeah. was up against like a. I think that was up against a Kendrick song. I don't think you had much of a. Oh yeah, and of it. course, like he's gonna win. Yeah. Like I think I think it might have been damn to be honest. With you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, That's no, fair. like no, really, it's gonna win. Hayden, so. you were robbed. I I that I think that hardest to love was close, because because I think it was like a bad it was like a bad top song. I think it was close to winning. Yeah. Especially because it's like the weekend. It's so, like everyone's like, oh, I, I like the weekend. Is everyone like that? It. I know him. <laughs> yeah, everyone's definitely like that. Like everyone's like, oh, the weekend, he's cool. So, like, I'm Even like everyone's moms are like that. I know so many moms who like the weekend. Yeah, he was good in that one movie. And Hannah, do you, what was, what did you think when we were like, we reached out and, and said, we're, we're planning to replace what everyone's expecting to be basketball with music, and please send us four of your favorite songs. What were you thinking? I mean, that way, that made way more sense to me than basketball. I went to Wash U, and <laughs> we're not very well known for our sports, so I wasn't going to follow March Madness anyways. Mm. But then when it got turned into music March Madness, I was like, all right, I can pop off on this. So you would almost say that a competition surrounding something beyond sports was something that was more intriguing to you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Even as an athlete, I would say that. <laughs> you just get more range with the music. Like if you're if you're watching a basketball game, like all you're getting is basketball. But when you're you have sixteen random people submitting their favorite songs, you get things that don't even feel like they're in the same universe, even though they're all music. So okay, so I actually have a different opinion because because I I think one of my complaints I texted Madeline when she was like, oh like I'd love feedback. I think one of the things was like. There were, like, so many different genres. Like, one genre is obviously going to win, and the other's not. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, I, at least, like, when I was thinking about it, it was like, oh, like, all these pop songs are, like, 
They're like super popular. Like everyone like like dancing them or whatever. Uh-huh. And like they're obviously gonna beat like a like a George Smith. Like it was, it's kind of like a chill, good vocals. I don't know. I feel like the masses would like tend like focus on like the better like hip hop genre or whatever. I was gonna ask you, is that why you submitted the songs that you did? Because when I went in, my strategy was I picked two songs that I really really liked for their like value music wise to me and then i picked two songs that i still really really liked but that i knew other people also liked what were your four uh my four were make you love me by jero vandal one day i'll fly away by vaults i want to dance with somebody by winnie houston and take me home country roads by john denver and if anyone did follow along with our music, March Madness, you know that Take Me Home Country Roads somehow hey. pulled through for the top seed. Why are you saying somehow? Because, Well, uh, I will say why somehow, because it was up against, what was that, Yellow it was, Summer? It was up against Hey Jude. No, hey it Jude. was up against Hey, hey Jude. Jude. In the finals. And, and whoever put Hey Jude, whoever submitted it, reached out to a bunch of Beatles fan clubs and said, hey, vote for this. And I also believe that he or she may have created some fake Instagram accounts to get more votes. So I can attest that she was not the only one that did that. Hey. I I, I should have totally, like, reached out to the Minecraft community about 100 gaps. You could. You probably would have gotten a wave of... Well, the, 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 have, do you do you know? So they had like this like online concert thing during COVID, uh-huh. and it was like on Minecraft, and it had like tens of thousands of people on like the server, uh-huh. like listening to a hundred gecks. So Hayden, I know that you're a pretty big sports guy, right? Yeah, that's me. Did you feel like the experience of going through this music March Madness fulfilled what you were missing from March Madness NCAA not existing this year? I guess there was a, like a level of sweat element, but I mean, I I love sweating for the teams, you know, to cover the spread, and I guess, or I guess like artist Villanova just like I guess like sweating Villanova games in like the last five minutes of the game, but um, I I think I think it was fun to like go on like listen to people's songs, see what people like I guess like like in music because music's obviously like such a big like cultural thing, and I it was very fun to like vote against people who you like, I don't know didn't really like either <laughs> totally but um, people or songs but, both well both both, both. um and like you, you know I, beef I was with anyone no but um and then and then it was it was fun like you know if like, you really like this one song that was kind of like you know up against like a kendrick lamar or up against um drake or what have you you know like rooting it on like voting for it of course and like having like a say and if it can win or not, and, and just watching like maybe a, a a song no one really knows like beat a big song like Drake, like Drake stinks and like he should be beaten <laughs> by like subpar Anybody. or like not or yeah like I guess not mainstream music. That's Drake. Fair. Drake's so like corny. Like I <laughs> I'd much rather listen to like. Wait, did you say corny or horny? <laughs> Both. Both. Yeah. yeah I was Both. <laughs> Oh, he's like he's like weird. He like he's he's been hanging out with this like seventeen year old basketball player who's gonna be a beast. But like he's been like hanging out and like being friends with like this guy Mikey Williams. Like that's kinda weird. I don't like that. He's he, a thirty like, something year old fuckboy. I don't need that in my life. I don't 
watched a ton of sports because I've got anxiety and I break out in hives when I watch games <laughs> all the time. What else do you break out in hives when you watch? Uh, scary movies, action movies, thrillers. Curb your enthusiasm. Uh, yeah, movie. that that like it's more just like secondhand embarrassment. But I just get <laughs> so much like I'm so like embarrassed for him that I get uncomfortable and cannot enjoy watching. <laughs> oh, Larry David. <laughs> yeah, basically. But do you ever think there is a world where a music competition could be more viewed and cared about than a sports competition? Like, could you ever see? Like, society going in a way that, like, American Idol or The Voice is, like, bigger than, like, the NCAA tournament? Well, I, I guess, like, a, a discussion also is, like, American Idol, like, did used to be big. Yeah. It was, like, huge. And everyone would watch and, like, call in. But, like, what, like, happened? Like, American Idol fell off the face of the earth. Like, they got rid of their judges, right? But, yeah. like, they, like, disappeared into no man's land. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's probably, like, a thing with, like, cable television or, like, like just, like, cable in general because no one has cable anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it was, like, a good substitute. But, like, for me, I mean, I'm obviously going to be, like, kind of back into sports now that, like, COVID's going away, allegedly. Um, <laughs> Quote, unquote. So I, I, I don't really – that was probably, like, the perfect time to do something like this because there was nothing going on. And I don't really know yeah. when that – what happened again you um, know you talking about the way they've like switched out judges on american idol and stuff made me think of something interesting which is that in sports i feel like like players and stuff are switched out sure but there's always this enduring like you support the red Sox, you support the cubs and that is unchanging even if the coaches and players and all that changed like your your parents and their parents and all that can support it whereas with music like an american idol season is what, like, five months or something? And then it's a new cycle of people every time. So you don't have the chance to get emotionally invested. Like, mm. you do with Yeah, sports. I mean, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it's, like, I guess, like, based on your locale. And then, like, Jalen Brunson plays for the Mavs, and he went to Villanova. So, mm-hmm. like, Villanova people who like basketball, like, like the Mavs, because Jalen Brunson plays for them. But, like, I, I don't really know how you could have, like, an American Idol or something where, like, if, like, didn't, did they try to do it where they, like, all the winners, like, did against each other or something because that would yeah be like it like an all i know else, x factor did it saying, but like an all-star season yeah i think it was x factor i don't and know the survivor <laughs> i think the survivor did it too but that's like the equivalent of like the second season ever in football like it you know what i mean and now we're on season like how many super bowls have there been 50 something right so it's like 54. if you had the 54th all-star season of american idol but everyone previous had also been an all-star so like it just there's some there's something sticky yeah. about sports and the way that it's been artificially structured that is you can have allegiances. And back back to what you said earlier too with like the like music you get like all, like a lot of different stuff going on and sports is kind of just like one thing. Hmm. I mean I guess that could be like a competitive edge for like a, like a music competition like uh, it gets a lot of people's interest more than just one specific thing. Yeah. Um I guess that's something to like consider. Um, but I do think people like the one specific thing. Like I said, like, I'd much rather have like the, like a little smaller March Madness with just like pop or just like soul or whatever, Mm, whatever genre it is. That was a lot of feedback Um, we got actually after we did it was that people wished 
that it was more directed than just opening it up to the entire catalog of all music ever. <laughs> How would you even direct that, though? Would you be like, you can only submit country songs? And yeah, then, like, I mean, it's we all trash. Done, and <laughs> we would have probably had the... Um, Listen restrictions. No, mm-hmm. not that, but, like, Northeast, the conferences would have all been a different genre, and you could just win whatever Ooh. conference you Ooh, wanted. I like that a lot. Maybe we do that next year. You know what I also would have vibed? This is a side, this is a tangent, but it kind of goes off the submissions that you did, was, like, I would have vibed a March Madness where you can't submit a song that's had more than, like, three million listens. Yeah. And then you're there like, you all right, now you actually have to listen to this I fucker and, like, decide on won. a music level. And, and like, I guess that could be cool, too. Um, like, I guess if you have, like, these, like, less than a million plays, less than three million plays, like... Yeah people who are in the contest like listening to new music like listening to new kind of things and like kind of like spreading that out to the world yeah totally like i i I found this new cool artist like he could even be local like it could be like a dude playing a deep elm or something like that hell yeah and like you kind of like kind of branch his brand it also brings up a question to me though because when we were like talking earlier it seems like any of the like i'm gonna i'm gonna say pop songs even though it might not be what we think of when we think of pop any song that had more than, like, 20 million plays or so was, like, kind of a write-off in your mind. But I, like, I don't think it's that controversial opinion, but I think that some of those really well-known songs... I mean, some of them are terrible, and they're just well-known. Some of them are really well-known and really fucking good. Like, just because something hits the charts and hits well doesn't mean that it's also not really great music. In some cases, it's because it's really great music that it made it, like, to the absolute top. Yeah, I guess that's that's fair. Like, yeah. Like, it deserved yeah, to have those I numbers. I agree. There are some songs that deserve that, yes. Did Take Me there Home Country song, Roads wasn't there... wasn't one of them? Here's what I have to say about that song. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that's like a song that you like listen to with your friends and like you're hammered yes. and you're just <laughs> yes, it's not letting though. it out, How... letting it go. Like, are you, you're telling me you're listening to Old Country Roads like Sober? casually doing like yeah. well that and like remember. casually doing like what about like casually doing work on a Thursday at like yeah. 3 p.m. This is the thing: is Take Me Home Country Roads is a versatile song. Is it a Swiss Army knife of song? Because <laughs> I we were camping. The, no, I'm gonna stand by this. We were we were camping this past weekend, right? <laughs> I'm gonna tell a little story here. I had a I had my baritone ukulele with me, and the third string broke. So then it was only three strings, and so I restringed it to be a one-five-one configuration, like super basic, folky, like not anything complicated. And we're all sitting by the campfire having a real quiet moment, and I start playing slash singing this like really nice acoustic baritone ukulele version of Take Me Home Country Rose. And it was such a vibe, and it was exactly what we needed. We were not hammered, we were like just deep in by a lake in a forest with tents set up and take me home country road popped off but i have also listened to it to prep for the club so this is why <laughs> this is why prep for the club this is no, why i have bar. submitted it's take like me home country closing time there's one thing that i want to bring up with regards to music competitions or just like we don't even have to stick ourselves to music as an alternative to sports as much as we'd like to just with the premise of this podcast but like i would say in general that in the last five to six months that sports have relatively been 
absent or just unimportant because so nice i haven't missed them at all and i (laughs) am very surprised to say that because i grew up a huge sports fan like i played sports all throughout college and it's meant almost nothing to me that it i it hasn't existed and the most joy i've gotten out of a competition in the last i don't even know how many years was probably the music march madness thing but Sports has an ongoing history. You can root for a single entity, and that allows you to get behind it regardless of who's involved. Mm. But I think there's something beautiful and exciting about getting to reallocate your interest every couple of months to some different form of competition. Like, Hannah and I and a lot of our friends have gotten really into this alone show, which objectively (laughs) is a competition show, and you just place a bunch of people into the wilderness and see how they, they fend. Um, and if every is that couple naked and afraid essentially is that naked and afraid, but, but so nice. much. But they are clothed. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's boring. <laughs> it's not. Give it everyone. I'm gonna plug alone so hard right now. It is one of my you know favorite what? shows oh. I've watched probably Shameless the last plug. couple of years. It's incredible. Yeah, it's so good. Um, oh. but like you can watch that, and then every however amount of time you spend binging that, you can move on to a separate show that gives you the same amount of adrenaline in rooting for somebody, but you get to re-get excited about something that is brand new. And I think that's a totally different perspective to what you're viewing when you're just latching onto a sports team for Mm -hmm. your entire life. But if I can reallocate my interest every couple of months and regenerate that serotonin and excitement that goes into the reason people enjoy competitions, I think that's something really beneficial that we're kind of looking past when we're just throwing all of our energy mm. and excitement into sports. I mean, I you, you say real, reallocating our interests, but for me, that wasn't what the appeal of Music March Madness was. The appeal was, was some of it, partially, like reallocating interest and and digging up songs I hadn't listened to in a while and getting to appreciate songs that other people had found that I hadn't found um but the thing that that kept me going and you know this because you watched me during music mark madness like pull for votes and reach out to people I hadn't reached out to in a while just to try to get songs through that I felt strongly about like it was that loyalty to songs that meant a lot to me Mm. so it's the same concept of what you would throw behind a sports team almost kind of but i would argue that a sports team has never really given me anything but songs have helped me like songs have gotten me through shit like i have i owe things to songs i don't know shit to sports teams like (laughs) i i i probably feel the opposite there I, i guess for me like like Dirk Nowitzki he was obviously a big legend or whatever but like he started playing for the Mavs when i was like a year old hmm. and like he was there for my childhood and, like me and my friends would all go to games like every year we'd have season tickets etc cetera, etc cetera. um and then like he retired like my senior year of high or of college and it was like wow end of an era like here i am about, about to be an adult and like dirk's gone like my childhood's gone as well hmm. like you have like that kind of like little thing too uh, i guess maybe with music as well but so for you is it like it- you equate him to your like that childhood feeling yeah like i like like, i can like point back to like oh like i was like eighth grade when like dirk did x dirk did y Mm. like that kind of stuff like oh like i remember in 2003 when like dirk hit this one-legged fadeaway over somebody to win the game 
I mean, maybe that's a product of the sport that I'm a part of. Like, I, I'm a huge sports person, but I was an athlete and I was a swimmer, which is not a team sport, not a sport that really anyone follows for, like, usually you only have, like, four, maybe, like, maybe one, two Olympics in your prime, but, like, you don't follow anyone for, you know, your whole childhood. So I've never had that with sports, but I have had that with music and even like something like take me home country roads like i've sung that with my siblings with my college friends with my exes with my everything like it's memories yeah yeah you can like point back like yeah i remember like that um oh i went to this one elton john concert and like i remember uh, yeah it's like good memories makes you smile makes sense turn it over to our guests and Hayden Vines thank you for bringing some great commentary as a sports lover what do you want our listeners to listen to I really want the listeners to listen to don't go by Yaz because it is 80s techno and it is a banger just uh there's this bar in Deep Ellum um it's called Beauty Bar um, and they only like play strictly 80s techno and I have great memories there with my friends and like this song always comes up and you're just like dancing you're you don't really know how you can't really feel your legs or your arms you know I mean it's it's great and we will also extend that to to Hannah what do you think is a good song for our listeners to check out this week all right I uh, if I had to pick one one that I'm really vibing lately is Flying to L.A. by Maro. Um, spelled M-A-R-O. It has the most beautiful vocal harmonies you will hear in your life. Thank you guys again for listening to The Jam Collective this week. You can check out both of those songs on our playlist under the same name as this podcast. And as always, Mads, what would you like them to do? like and comment and subscribe we're on spotify we're on apple podcasts we're on basically every streaming platform ever created so check us out give us some good feedback bad feedback we don't really care